0: From the Bet America Radio Network, this is the Who Do You Like podcast. Who do you like? With tips, angles, and information to help you win at sports betting. Now, here's your host, Scott Shapiro. Hey, sports
1: fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Who Do You Like podcast. Sort of a calm before the storm right now with the Saratoga meet starting next week. The Open Championship in two weeks and training camp for the NFL still several weeks away. But we got the National Football League chatter going on the last episode with Holden Kushner and we'll continue it today with Kenny Schmidt. Holden and I went division by division and discussed which teams we like from a win totals and division winner perspective last week. Today we'll approach things from a Super Bowl or bus perspective. Who is worth consideration to win it all and who is overvalued in the market. I'll welcome in Kenny in just a moment, but first, a couple of quick reminders. First, if you're new to the pod and like what you hear, you can find it each week on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe so you are aware when each new episode goes live. And if you'd be so kind to hit that five-star rating and leave a comment, it would be greatly appreciated. Secondly, new New Jersey players, do not forget about the great promo Bet America has going on. Earn up to a $500 bonus on your initial deposit Just use the promo code GET500 when depositing and get 100% back. All right. My guest this week is a guy I've chatted with a ton online over the past couple of years, but I'm long overdue to meet in person. He specializes in both NCAA and NFL football, as well as plenty of horse racing. And you can find him on Twitter at FBwinners, FBWINNERS. My friend from down south, Kenny Schmidt. What's up, buddy? Long time coming on this.
0: Man, I thoroughly appreciate you uh, bringing me aboard this year with your new gig you got going on. I'm so proud of you. Congratulations on your uh, early success in doing this.
1: Thank you very much, man. I've uh, always enjoyed chatting with you via uh, Twitter, email, etc. cetera. But uh, like I said, long overdue to uh, have a formal conversation in a setting like this. And uh, before we dive into the Super Bowl futures market, which will be the topic of discussion, as mentioned in the intro, uh, just curious what you have going on this time of year on FBwinners.com and what folks can look forward to in the near future.
0: What I have going on right now is uh, strictly focusing on uh – the upcoming NCAA NFL season. Uh, also, we do uh, Saratoga and Delmore meet as well. Uh, really locked in on uh, breaking down the schedules. This past weekend, I probably spent uh, over 40 hours breaking down the NFL and the NCAA schedules, looking for various spots, coaching angles, new coaches that are going to new teams that are facing, um, you know, their old team that people don't realize. Like uh, week one, I'll give you a little perk, right out the gate. Uh, love Cincinnati plus nine against Seattle. A lot of people don't realize Cincinnati was really strong in the early part of the year, averaging over 30 points a game until the injuries hit them. Uh, new coach, Zach Taylor, coming in. Uh, he'll be ready for Seattle. He's faced them. He's game plan for him the last couple of years when he's been with the Rams, so it won't be any new to him. He'll know him better than people think. Uh, I'm big on coaching now. and uh, use analytical a little bit as well. Uh, looking forward to seeing uh, Cincinnati actually upset him. I have already got a little money line wave going on.
1: Wow, not messing around, a touchdown-plus favorite outright winner to kick things off well uh, you kind of segued into uh, what my next question was going to be for you Kenny and I know it's early for a lot of people to be deep in the weeds on the NFL and and football in general like we are Uh, but I'll ask you the same question I asked my guest last week Holden Kushner on the show Uh, are there particular things and it sounds like you hinted on them but uh, that you're looking for when handicapping the futures markets or maybe week one in the NFL uh, or in the summer that may differentiate you from average folks that are probably looking at, you know, more obvious things like obviously Odell Beckham going to the Browns or Gronk retiring from the Patriots, maybe a head coaching change. Um but are is there certain things that you uh put at the top of your list?
0: Yeah, and uh, I listened to your podcast last week. It was excellent uh, with your uh, guest. I'm big on the O line as well. I like to look at um uh, I like to look at centers. When centers move or to retire, uh you know, it's a big hit for the O line. A lot of people don't realize in, football, in general football, high school, college, or professional. The center is a key position in calling the line and knowing where everybody should line up. And there's several teams, if you dig deep in here this year and look around in the NFL, have lost their center. And uh, actually, my favorite team, uh, season ticket holder, of the New Orleans Saints, uh, we lose Max Unger. People don't realize it's going to be a huge loss. Drew Brees is not as, what he used to be as well. And having a guy come in, not knowing the play system or the whole offense, uh, that's... Sean Payton runs, it's a quick offense. You have to have a great mindset of knowing where to line up, where all guys should be at all time, and when the play needs to be snapped. Center is so key. I recommend, you know, the novice out there or the amateur gamblers that, you know, just playing around. Look at the center position a lot, especially in college as well. you losing a four- or five-year senior center and a new quarterback. It's huge.
1: Great point. And yeah, I was looking forward when we get to them to hearing your take on the Saints. I know my opinion. But uh, well, let's dive right into the Super Bowl futures market. I appreciate the kind words on last week's pod. And let's just start at the top. And of course, the New England Patriots, not heavy favorites at all, but the Super Bowl champions sit atop the Bet America Super Bowl futures board at plus 700 to win it. As usual, uh, including myself, it seems like everyone kind of looking for reasons not to like the Patriots instead of maybe saying, well, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady at plus 700 is value this time of year. What's your take on New England as we head into the season?
0: You know, I'm the same as you all. Uh, It's like, oh, New England once a year again. But, you know, plus 700, you can never count them out. But, you know, looking at this year, there's a ton of depletions, especially on the offensive side of the ball, especially skilled position players, losing Chris Hogan uh Gronkowski uh, Cordell Patterson I know they're not big names but Gronkowski but they know the system they know the scheme bringing in a rookie receiver rookie receivers are never really burning it up early in the NFL um it's just I couldn't I think they would have a down year you know which you have to realize they were really only 11 and 5 last year so they really didn't, didn't take the world by storm you know they came on at the end their defense really picked it up the latter part of the year they really won off a lot of more defensive games, uh, holding teams, you know, below twenty points. I think they only gave up thirty points two times last year. I'm going off memory. Uh, you know, I can't back them at seven one. I've never been there for uh, any other time, so it's a pass for me.
1: Yeah, I remember how uh, convinced I was that last year was not the year, and I know I'm not sure where you stood on it, but that Charger game uh, (laughs) was about as wrong as I was all last year. I just really took it to him. But like you mentioned, it wasn't peak Patriots all year long, and there are reasons to think that they could regress again. If I'm going to play devil's advocate, though, you know they're going to have a strong offensive line with Dante Sarnecchia, four or five guys back. And like you said, that bend-but-don't-break defense really uh, worked out well. They real, will will uh, they will lose out on Trey Flowers, but they did add Michael Bennett. Also, lost run stopper Malcolm Brown. Tough for me to back them at that price, but uh, I can't bl- couldn't blame anybody uh, with a wide open board like this if they did uh, dive in on the Patriots. Now their counterpart in the AFC Championship game, a great game last year, and the second choice on the Bet America NFL Super Bowl board is the Kansas City Chiefs. They sit at plus eight hundred, so just slightly less. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes, a year, uh, another year under his belt. Uh, another team that's a little bit difficult for me to back at this price. What are your thoughts on the Chiefs?
0: You know, same here. I'm going to be honest with you. Last year, I was all in on the Chiefs. I bet them to win the AFC the championship. I had them in the Super Bowl. I had very good eyes on both of those. Thought I was sitting high cotton. Uh, you know, let down. I didn't hedge at all in the AFC championship game. Uh, you know, kind of left a sour taste in my mouth. You know, this is one team that's really, really overhauled, you know, big time uh in the off season. Um, you know, I'm a big defensive guy as well, especially on pass defense when it comes to handicapping NFL. Um, I can never take the Chiefs at plus eight hundred when I think the Chargers are better at plus sixteen hundred. I just I'm I'm I think they're gonna regress. Patrick Mahomes, yeah, kudos to him. The guy's great. You know, we're gonna see great things moving forward with him. We need a good young quarterback in the NFL. All the old guys are gonna be through tired. We're gonna lose Breeze, Brady, and Rogers here soon. Uh, you know, he'll take the helm as being the guy. But a lot of pieces not around him. Mom. If Tyreek Hill gets to spend any amount of time, you know, they drafted a young man out of Georgia. You know, like I said earlier, I'm not big on rookie wide receivers. Sammy Watkins, he don't ever play a whole season ever since he's been drafted to Buffalo. <laughs> Uh I I I'm fading I'm paying the Chiefs, uh you know, for a Super Bowl wager, I'm faking the Chiefs this year. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, as good as Mahomes was last year, and I expect him to get better, 50 touchdowns seems like a lot to ask for anybody to repeat, and I don't know. I mean, they, that defense still looks terrible to me. They overpaid for Frank Clark and added the Honey Badger down from your way, LSU alum, but uh, they lost D. E Ford, Stephen Nelson, Justin Houston, and Eric Berry, who didn't play that much. I guess maybe you could hold out hope that Steve Spagnola's shift to a 4-3 base could make a difference, but... I think last year was the year for the Chiefs. It just seemed like everything went their way until they faced the Patriots, and it's tough for me, like you, to uh, see them uh, getting back to that form, even though I'm sure they'll they'll win plenty of games and, and have a very big chance to make the playoffs. It just seems like last year was their year to win the Super Bowl instead of buying in at a lower price than it sounds like you got. Do you remember what price you got? Did you did you get in before the season last year or very yeah. early? Hey, in I the got, I, yeah, I, I got in. I was all
0: in on my homes and, in, and all my NFL draft and Tyreek Hill. I just had a good beat on them. Yeah, I took off uh, to win the AFC Championship. I had them at sixteen to one, and I had them at twenty eight to one to win the Super Bowl. And uh, I had decent. Little, I mean, not great wages. I had a nickel on each one of them, but which would have been big for me just to cash one of them. But I thought I, I was sitting pretty. Enough. And like I said, uh, I didn't hedge an AFC Championship game. You know, I figured home field advantage. You know, coming in night game. You know, I think the big off, offsides call hurt when we when we intercepted it. You know. It's mm-hmm. just a it's a tough pill to swallow, you know, you're not supposed to let emotion get to you, you know, but when you when you're sitting there you thinking you're about to rack up a little change, you know, and it just gets pulled away from you by Brady and it was like, God right, Brady here again.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that's a tough spot to uh, not, you know, you, you want to put yourselves as a gambler in as many of those positions as possible. Sounds like you you got yourself into a, a great situation and just didn't get the, the ball to bounce your way in the last game. So good cap. And uh, yeah, I could see why that would leave a, a bit of a sour taste in your mouth with the Chiefs coming back here in 2019. Uh, OK, let's move to the uh, next couple teams. And then that are the two best teams in the NFC last year, pretty convincingly. And that were the Rams and the Saints, both sitting at plus 900, so slightly below the top two AFC teams. Uh, I know you're a Saints uh, fan, I believe, or at least, you know, you follow them down there. And then, of course, the Rams ripped their ripped your heart out last year with the very controversial pass interference or non-pass interference call. Um, let's start with the Rams. Um, obviously, a lot to like. Great coach. Uh, a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. I have my questions here, and I'm not jumping in at plus nine hundred. How about
0: yourself? I'm not jumping in either. You know, were they exposed by Villichek and him in the Super Bowl to be held to three points? You know, that's 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 a glaring. You know, it's a copycat league. Everybody copies everybody. So you know, that's you know, that's a very alarming to me. I've never been a Jared Golf believer. Uh, you know, McVeigh has done exceptionally, successfully well to him. And I think it's all because of McVeigh. You know, Todd Gurley is a huge question mark. To me, you know, you're in a Super Bowl, you want to win a Super Bowl, and you're not playing Todd Gurley. You can't tell me there's not something wrong. It's the Super Bowl. How many times are you going to make it to the Super Bowl for the guy to be on the sidelines for over half the game? So I don't believe in just awful knee. I'm not a firm believer in that at all. I think there's something else serious there. Uh, We'll see as the season progresses this year. Uh, I think they'll have O-line troubles. You know, I actually think their defense underachieved under Wade Phillips last year. You know, they might improve a little bit more. You know, they lose Sue. when You know, Sue's a head case as well at times. Uh, I'm fading, man, I'm not not a big believer on them again this year. I think they're going to come back to the pack. I don't think they'll repeat their uh, win total from last year. And, you know, I think they'll be lucky to match their current win total.
1: Yeah, it sounds like we're somewhat similar here. I uh, definitely thought the uh, O-line is a question mark. Anytime you bring two new starters in off a team that was as successful, you have to wonder they uh, they replaced Roger Saffold and Jonathan Sullivan with Brian Allen and Joseph Noteboom. Um uh, they still get Whitworth back who decided not to retire but I'm with you on the Jared Goff thing I mean how much can he move forward again can McVay continue to get more out of him or has uh, the book been kind of figured out on him and seemed like to an extent they later in the season they started uh defenses stopped uh, giving out their their play their their play call, basically, before McVeigh, uh, until McVeigh was, was uh, done having his chance to uh, make changes and kind of put it on guff, and it, they definitely regressed late in the year. The one thing that you mentioned I think is key, though, they could still regress on offense. Gurley, uh, I think Darrell Henderson will be a, a just fine in there to, to, to plug in with Gurley. Uh, he's got a lot of talent. But uh, I think where they could make up for it and why I'm a little scary to outright fade them in, in general is that defense. Like you said, I, I thought they were going to be the best unit in the league last year, and they certainly weren't. They have Wade Phillips. They struggled to stop the run without Sudi. Are you worried about them stopping the run
0: again? Yeah, I agree with you on that. You know, I just, I, and I was the same as you in the same ballpark last year. I thought that defense was going to be superior, just, you know, dominant, but they never really were superior dominant, you know. And then, you know, the offense, you know, got sluggish at times. And, you know, the defense, The defense, if you go look back at the scores last year, the defense gave up, you know, 41 times, 51 one time against, uh, and 30 several, several times. I mean, that's not a dominant defense when you're giving up 40s, 50s, and 30s throughout the season. You know, and then at that offense, you know, they traveled out to Chicago and they were stomied there. You know, the Bears absolutely made them look putrid out there. You know, I think they were held to six points. Yeah. Uh, That game. And, you know, then come back in the Super Bowl and be held with three points. You know, things, as I say, you know, and everybody says it over and over it's a copycat league. And uh, I think people got them figured out.
1: Yeah, I'm sure McVeigh will have something up his sleeve and they have tons of talent, so I don't expect them to, you know, be under five hundred or anything, but not a team that I'm willing to jump in at, at plus nine hundred. Uh the co favorites in the NFC are the Saints uh down in your way. Now they uh replaced Mark Ingram with Latavius Mary. They added Jared Cook, but very other little changes other than the you did mention the key uh loss of Max Unger. I'm not in on the Saints either. I'm a little worried about their defense. Remember, they were so poor two years back. They made a huge step forward last year. Can they? Can we count on the Saints' defense to be as good as they were last year, Kenny?
0: No. And I'm, here. you know, like I said, I'm a 15-year season picket holder. But I was taught by several mentors growing up in this gambling industry, you never let emotion get in the way of making a wager. And uh, the Saints are going to regress huge this year. Uh, I follow this team. I know this team inside and out. And they're going to be a team to save. Uh, the schedule is brutal right off the gate. Uh, you know, it's just, I, you know, I hate to talk down on my favorite team, but it's it's, it's a reality, you know, losing Max hunger And what people don't realize, two key ingredients, you know, they're not going to have with that defense as well is Alex Okafor. He, go, he went to the Chiefs. Uh, and Sheldon Rankins, you know, blew his ACL. I mean, his, uh, Achilles Sending out in the playoff game against Philly. Those yep. are huge losses. Mark Ingram's a huge loss. Latavius Murray is not in the same ballpark as Mark Ingram at all. Jared Cook is, you know, a, a big plus on the tight end position, but other than Michael Thomas, they still haven't felt, you know, found anybody. The second guy, Trey Clon Smith, you know, he, he didn't miss last year, uh, they really don't have a second receiver. That's why they use Kamara and Ingram so much out the backfield. Uh, you know, I think the offense to digress. I mean, I really do. They, they're, they're, it's gonna be. I think the Saints – Atlanta's going to push the Saints for that division this year. I hate to say that, but they are. <laughs>
1: Well, that's a strong take from someone that is a Saints backer and one that I uh, I expect you guys all out there listening to take seriously. Uh, there wasn't a team that I was going to get involved with in general, but uh, to hear you say it means quite quite a bit. So it sounds like the top four contenders, there's quite a, quite a bit of separation after those top four, the top four teams from last year. Sounds like we're on the same page that we're not really interested at the prices that they're sitting at right now in the futures market to back them. Now, this next tier, of teams i assume like myself are a little more interesting to you you've got the eagles at plus 1500 the chargers bears and browns at plus, and colts at plus 1600 and then the packers at plus 1800 i think uh I, I think you could make a strong case for a number of these teams let's start out with the eagles uh i thought they had a great off season their schedule would be considerably easier than it was last year after they won the super bowl two years ago what are your thoughts on the Philadelphia Eagles?
0: You know, I'm like everyone, you know, I'm high on the Eagles. They just won, it, won the whole thing two years ago. Uh, but, you know, the catch-22 question, can Carson Wentz play an entire year? He has not done it yet. That is it. You know, if Carson Wentz goes down, no more Nick Foles. Really don't have any depth behind him at the quarterback position. Still really don't have a huge running game. Uh, they're the media darlings. They have the great, a great front office, a great coach. Uh, the defense, if people want to go there and take, do a little homework, I'll give them a little homework if they want to do. The defense is so much more superior in Philadelphia. And when they go on the road, man, there's not the same defense. If you go look back at it, you know, numbers don't lie if you don't want to skew them. And their defense is just not the same type of defense on the road.
1: Yeah, I mean, that, that's a valid point, and, uh I you make the, the most important point as all is If Carson Wentz can't stay healthy, Um, And play better than he did last year. Remember, before he got hurt, they were not the same team that they were uh, when Nick Foles came in and they made that run and and gave the Saints all they could handle in the uh, divisional round. But with a healthy Wentz, they add to Sean Jackson who gives them something they sorely missed last year, the ability to stretch the field, will really help out Alshon Jeffrey, Zach Ertz, and even Dallas Godert. They added, uh, I think their running game will be better this year, uh, Kenny. I think they their line is one of the stronger in the NFL. Uh, they were banged up some last year, and they bring in Miles Sanders out of the draft from Penn State. Jordan yeah. Howard will be the workman-like gentleman uh, from the backfield for the Bears. Not, not, not Nothing yeah. eye-popping out of Howard, but he'll help them move the chains. Um, I think their offense has a huge shot to be elite if uh, Carson Wentz. Remember how good he was uh, two years back before he got hurt that year and they ended up winning the Super Bowl with the Foles. He was an MVP-type candidate. And I have somewhat questions out of the defense, but, God, they were so banged up last year, and Jim Schwartz did such a great job of getting them to 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 kind of – do do enough to kind of keep them in games, and they just seem to have that it factor. I mean, they showed it last year. They showed it the year when they won the Super Bowl. When they're down, they're not out, and uh, that's a very good quality to have. I wonder about the secondary, but that Eagles are a team at plus fifteen hundred. That is uh, a team that I am in on, and at this point, I think my uh, pick to win the Super Bowl. I know a lot of my. Friends from Philadelphia where I grew up will be happy to hear that. Uh or maybe they'll be upset to hear that, who knows?
0: <laughs> I can't um, knock you I can't knock you on that. Uh fifteen to one, you know, that's the great price at this time. If they start off the season, you know, winning is gonna probably cut in half. But one thing you need to look at, in the month of October, they have a three game road trip and it's it's brutal, man. And they go at Minnesota, at Dallas, at Buffalo, and then come home and face the Bears. That's the telling tale tell of their season right there, especially if everybody can stay healthy. Teams really fare, fare real horrible when they go three times on the road in the yeah. NFL. It's a huge angle I follow. And uh, going off memory right now, because I've just kind of refreshed my memory over the weekend, I think, the, I think Philadelphia is the only team this year that goes on a road three times in a row
1: that's a good stat and one to keep in mind uh and maybe you know maybe it's a situation from a gambling perspective where uh, the Eagles start out well you don't jump in on them if you haven't already got in in the futures market uh, you wait till the, those games maybe they go one and two and they drop back down but i think at plus 1500 they're amongst the teams worth taking a shot on let's talk about the chargers also plus 6 or a slight take up plus 1600 Sounds like you like them when we were talking about the Chiefs. Is that a team you're interested in to win the Super Bowl?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm real bullish on them. Uh, I think it's Phillip Rivers' year. Uh, one thing I love about them, I love their coaching staff. I love Gus Bradley. Love Ken and Hunt, Anthony Lynn. You know, he lets those guys coach. He's not. The, uh, he's a good guy for the players. You know, he's a great uh, head coach and manager. But it's uh, all the real work's done by those assistants, Bradley and Wenzon Hunt. Uh, Great defense. I think they could have maybe the number one defense. They're going to be in the top three. And you can walk my word on that. Uh, the schedule plays out well for them this year. Uh, I'm bullish on them, man. Sixteen to one. I would take. I would take that way before the uh, Chiefs. You know, it's, you're getting two more. You got eight Chiefs, eight to one, sixteen to one on the Chargers. Chargers were better than the Chiefs last year, in my opinion. They went in Arrowhead and beat them. You know, uh, lost to them in Week One by I think uh, ten points. It's just something I, you know, I, I recommend, uh, you know, making a small little wage, a token wager on the charges with the Super Bowl.
1: I can't fault you there. They've got tons of talent on both sides of the ball. They'll get Joey Bosa for a full year to play along with Melvin Ingram. They've got Derwin James back, who was just awesome last year. Is one of the number of awesome rookies last year. And then they get Hunter Henry back to go with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. I don't think they'll miss Tyro Williams too much. And they've got – look, they're loaded in the backfield. Melvin Gordon, Justin Jackson stepped in and took his role when Gordon gets hurt, which has happened quite a bit. And Austin don't Eckler – Don't forget Eckler. Yeah, no, I was going to say Austin Eckler. That's that change up back, and you got Phil Rivers. So certainly a team in that second tier that is has the talent and the uh, veteran leadership to win the Super Bowl. Then we got the Bears and the Browns also at plus sixteen hundred. Uh, I've got my thoughts on the Bears and Browns. What are your takes on first Chicago?
0: Chicago Bears. One thing I can only thing I can think of is, can Mitchell Trubisky really win a Super Bowl? They got the defense to do it. I respect the head coach, Sterling. He's going to be way better this year. Um, you know, the running game still suspect with Tyreek Cohen and they got David Montgomery at Iowa State. You know, uh, receivers, still suspect. I'm passing on the Bears to win the Super Bowls.
1: Now, I think there's things to like and dislike about the Bears. I think that one thing that I dislike the most is the loss of Vic Fangio, who was one of the best defensive minds in the game. They they really relied heavily on that defense. It was basically like a perfect season almost for a defense last year, kind of like Jacksonville had two years back. So hard to replicate that, especially with the turnovers. But I do like their uh, offense a little more than you do. I know Trubisky is not going to be the best quarterback in the league, and I did find it interesting the amount of uh, MVP action I've noticed he's been taking at some sports books. But uh, I do think with the second year with Matt Nagy in the offense, Trubisky under his wing, and then they added Corderell Patterson. and You mentioned the Patriots losing. I think Nagy will find a role for him. They have Robinson for a full year. And I like what their backfield will offer more this year just for the, just for the system with Montgomery Tariq Cohen and Mike Davis so I'm expecting their offense to take a bit of a step forward and their defense to take a step back that being said they had such a big move forward last year Uh, in horse racing terms we might expect a bounce this year uh, even though they look great on uh, great on paper but uh, I'm with you I don't think I'm going to willing to play them at plus 1600 to win it now believe it or not the Browns are favored to win their division the Cleveland Browns now I know we've several months now into the offseason it's not a surprise you know when you when we're looking at it but they're loaded on paper uh, on both sides of the ball obviously ODB uh, OBJ sorry brings them uh, just another level of electricity to go along with Jarvis Landry, David Njoku, Nick Chubb, O Callaway, Kareem Hunt when he comes back and their defense loaded as well adding Olivier Vernon to their already talented group are you willing to buy the Browns at this price
0: no, agree uh, everything you say. Uh, it looks phenomenal on both sides. Uh, you know, Freddie Kitchens. You know, last year he was an offensive coordinator. Now he's moving in the head coaching role. You know, lose Greg Williams. Uh, the thing is, is the cohesiveness of the team. You know, I'm going to have to watch them early on, follow them. You can't, you know, you can't sit there and dislike them because they do have talent on both sides of the ball. I mean, D line, secondary. You know. Skill position players is unbelievable. Running backs, wide receivers. And Baker Mayfield, the guy was, you know, he's just gutty. He's got a lot of teeth gritty as they come. Uh, can't back them. They haven't won in years. I can't see him winning the Super Bowl. It's a pass for me, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a lot to ask to ask this team with a, with the first year head coach and Freddie Kitchens as well. I do love Tom Munkin calling plays. My question that I'm not hearing a lot of people talk about, and I know their offensive line did move forward last year under Kitchens when he took over as the OC, but. I don't know if they're a good enough offensive line, especially to, I I wonder if they're going to be better than the Steelers who we'll get to talk about shortly, but, uh, they have a ferocious pass for us, the Steelers. And that, I don't know if that matchup's going to go as well as some people may think, but, uh, there certainly is a lot to look forward to in terms of, for Browns fans, both this year and in the future. And I do look forward to seeing how things go. Um, now, the Colts are the other team at plus 1,600. A lot to like about this team. I love Frank Reich as a head coach. Uh, they have one of the best offensive lines in the in the league. Uh, starting last year, they really built that well and a young, fast defense. Thoughts on the Colts, Kenny?
0: I'm real bullish on the Colts. The team's going in the right direction. The only thing quirky about the team is the owner. Well, he's finally putting the pieces around him with a great GM, great coach and hire. O line is unbelievable. I think they only gave up six sacks last year, maybe eight, I can't recall. Uh second in the league. Uh great defense. Defense is so underrated. The Colts, you know, at this price, uh, compared to the Browns, you know, and other AFC counterparts, uh, you know, I hear a lot you know, I know the Colts are the Darlings right now in, in the media and we all, you know, look at the same things, but uh they you know you got you gotta put a little token wage on them as well. And, You know, sixteen to one, you you I you know, I couldn't say them. I never could say them right now. They're moving forward, man. They're like like you say horse racing, they haven't topped out yet.
1: <laughs> yeah no they're definitely a team on the rise and they added Devin Funches and rookie Paris Campbell they'll get Jack Doyle back they had hopefully T.Y. Hilton can stay healthy Eric Ebron who had a career year last year and they added Justin Houston on D to their young group of talented players so a ton to like on the Colts but so definitely a team outside of the Eagles that I would put in my second tier of teams I'm interested in and the last team in this tier is the Green Bay Packers Aaron Rodgers hurt all last year they uh and the mccarthy Rogers soap opera, a um, lot to like. They added some pieces on defense, should have a much better pass rush. What are your thoughts?
0: You know, I'm, I'm, I'm selling the Green Bay Packers. Probably selling them. I think they way way, they I, I think they're a mediocre team. You know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, like I said about Carson Wentz, when's the last time Aaron Rodgers played a full season? They have no one behind him. Uh, new coach of staff, new offensive coordinator, uh, already here in – you know, rumors in the background in the media about Aaron Rodgers not being able to do his thing. You know, I'm sure all that's going to work out. But Aaron Rodgers is a different type of guy, man. He's, you know, very different. Uh, I'm not big on I'm not big on him at all. And I think Chicago, Minnesota, uh, will always finish above him uh, this year in the division.
1: Strong take there. All right. Well, then there's this next tier, Kenny um... – you got the Cowboys at plus 2,400, the Steelers at plus 2,500, and the Vikings at plus 2,800. Probably the last year that people really take seriously, uh, you know, the teams that people are really considering to have any chance to win the Super Bowl. Uh, Let's start out with the Cowboys. Uh, they did not do all that much in the off season, but remember they brought in Amari Cooper in the middle of last year. And that worked wonders for them. They do get Kellen Moore to replace Scott Linehan as offensive coordinator. Obviously a lot of talent on this team. Uh, hard to like both the Eagles and the Cowboys, even though they both should, should rack up wins against the giants and the Redskins. But where where are you out on the Cowboys?
0: You know, I think Dallas can win that division. Uh, I think people are selling them short coming into this year. Uh, Kellen Moore is going to give the offense a little more diversity. diversity. Uh, still got a great defensive coordinator, Rob merlin Uh I'm not, I'm not big on Jason Garrett. I think he's more of a manager than a real head coach. Uh, you know, in the gambling industry and in the media industry, you know, a lot of people call him the clapper. He's always clapping about <laughs> good or bad at all times. Yep. Always got that smirk on his face. Uh, Prescott, you know, he really moved up when he got Cooper there. Uh, you know, good news Jesse, for Ezekiel Elliott, you know, not facing any suspension it don't look like. The guy's just a Belkell back. He can catch it out the backfield. And, man, that defense, that defense is going to be unreal this year. I mean, that defense is serious. Those linebackers, that D-line, you know, they can get the pressure. It takes up with you know, the lack of secondary they have. You know, Dallas plus 2,400, you know, man, it would be hard to pass up on that. Yeah,
1: I mean, they have solid corners, but yeah, the rest of the secondary questionable, but their front seven is mean. I mean, that linebacking core looks like it's going to be good for a long time loaded on the front four. So I totally agree with that. I just... Wonder if I just don't know if I fully trust Dak Prescott. I mean, he, he's got a lot of the tools you want, but to me, a, a clear step behind the top quarterbacks in the league, and I just wonder if he can make those tight throws when they need them. I think they will rely heavily on the defense. I think the Eagles are the better team. Obviously, the odds suggest that. I'm going to pass on the Cowboys. The Steelers are a team, though, Kenny, at plus 2,500 that nobody's really going to be on this year to win it. The Browns are the hype. They lose Antonio Brown. They lose Le'Veon Bell. But I think they're a little bit sneaky here in the AFC. If I'm if I'm either looking at the Colts or them if I'm playing an AFC uh representative in this futures pool. What are your thoughts on Pittsburgh this year without the big uh Brown and Bell?
0: I second it with you. They didn't have him last year, you know, and they still played well. Uh that offensive line to me, they they have the best offensive line in football. Uh, their defense is, you know, is not what it used to be. But you know, Getting rid of cancers out of locker rooms, man, it's huge. Not having any type of team unity, you know, it just it's bad. And, you, you know, you saw it happen. You know, they go 9-6-1 last year. Uh, big Ben, you know, he is what he is. I mean, he's mouthy at times. But I think this year it chips on his shoulder to say, hey, look, let's watch what we can do without these two guys. You know, we did well last year. I think Jalen Samuels is going to be a big plus on this year. He came on late last year when Connor got hurt. Uh you just miss Schuster, you know, he was good last year, but he's gonna get the double team. But I'm like you, man. I, at plus twenty five hundred compared to the uh Brown the sixteen hundred, I'm 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 buying Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, I, I they led the league in sacks each of the last two years. I know they're not their secondary hasn't been great, but they added Steven Nelson to play opposite of Joe Hayden. They moved up to take Devin Bush at number ten from Michigan. I love TJ Watt. I know I'm a homer maybe, being that he's from Wisconsin, but uh I think when you have a strong offensive line like this, you got a veteran quarterback, you got enough skill position players, and you got a solid defense. I mean, my, you know, Mike Tomlin. The jury's still out on whether this guy's a great coach, a terrible coach, or in between. I know a lot of the Steelers fans don't like him, but I think they're getting overlooked a little bit here at plus twenty five hundred.
0: Um, you know, to inter- uh, interrupt you real quick on that. Yeah. Just remember just remember last year. You know, New England comes in there with all the turmoil, all the things going on. They come into Pittsburgh, Heinz Field, and they get held to ten points. Pittsburgh beats them seventeen to ten. Then the following week. They traveled to my hometown Saints, and I was in the Superdome watching the game live. You know, if you just do don't fumble, you know, they actually outplayed the Saints that game. They could have won that game. They totally. could have stuck in the playoffs. So, I mean, yeah. just with, with all the controversy, all the internal issues, you know, they never really spit the bit and quit, you know, throughout the year. They're they're, they're sneaky in ASU. Nobody thinking about them. I that's when you buy. I
1: totally agree. Totally agree. All right, well. The rest of the board, uh, I'm not sure if, if you have anybody that you legitimately think can win the Super Bowl. I have w- one or two teams up my sleeve in the second half of it. Is there anybody that you think's worth a stab or even maybe that you don't think's going to win the Super Bowl but that's going to well uh, outplay what the uh, market says right now?
0: You know, one team, you know, getting no love at all and um, had a lot of internal issues and they spent $84 million on a quarterback, and that's the Minnesota Vikings, uh, you know, that's a team at plus 2,800 when they bring Gary Kubiak in and he brings this guy, Dennison in winning. Look for them to, be, uh, to really use Kirk Cousins what he needs to be. They had a lot of influx of changing coaches last year in offensive, coordinated positions, fired one guy, moved a guy up. Now the guy's going as well. Uh, but catch 22 is Dalvin Cook. If Dalvin Cook can stay healthy, the Vikings, they'll, they'll be pushing the bass for that division. And I'm a big believer, you know, in defense – that defense is good, man. That seven, that secondary, they're long, Richardson's long, Xavier Rhodes. I mean, those guys are long and lean. They think they are gritty and they're feisty. Don't don't sell don't sell a Vikings short this year, you know, because of last year.
1: Yeah, makes sense. They drafted Garrett Bradbury at center in the first round. So Pat Alphine will move back to guard. Added Josh Klein. So their offensive line should be better. Cousins a year under the system, like you said, gonna be probably asked to do a little bit less, even though he's got solid uh, solid weapons on the outside. But Dalvin Cook, as you mentioned, when he stays healthy, he's the real deal. Um, real quick a couple before we have, before we're out of time here, the couple teams that I thought were slightly interesting, probably not to win the Super Bowl, but as I look down the San Francisco 49ers are plus 3,500. Do I think they're going to win the Super Bowl? Probably not. But just a team that I like more than I think the market suggests. Uh, last year, they were everybody's kind of darling when they added Jimmy G, and then he gets hurt. They had a ton of injuries, but I really like what the coaching staff was able to do with last last year. I think they've got a ton of weapons on offense. If Jimmy G can be what everyone has kind of hoped to be, you got. George Kittle, obviously, you got Goodwin and Pettis on the outside. You got Tevin Coleman, Jarek McKinnon, uh, and their defense, I think, is really significantly better. They signed Quan Alexander. They traded for D4. They drafted Nick Bosa. DeForest Buckner had a career year last year. A little worried about their – well, a lot worried about their secondary. But uh, maybe the front seven could mask the uh, issues there um, by putting pressure on the quarterback – and then the only the other team is the Jaguars, another team that I don't think is going to win the Super Bowl, but one worth mentioning, at plus 4,000, Things crazier things have happened. Nick Foles is not Aaron Rodgers, is not Drew Brees, but I think he's a lot better than Blake Bortles, who not only played poorly, but I think he brought down that defense last year, who kind of quit. They have so much talent on that defense, and they were in for regression in many ways last year after the perfect year in 2017 where nobody got hurt. All of the turnovers went their way. I expect that defense to bounce back and be an elite team, elite defense this year. Any thoughts on the Niners or Jaguars?
0: I agree with you on the Niners and and somewhat on the Jaguars. But but Tom Coughlin, you know, he runs with that iron claw. He's always been that way. And you can run with an iron claw when you're on the sidelines. But being a general manager and being more of an administration role, you know, it's, it's taking a toll. He's got a lot of uh, alpha males down there on that defense. And I just hope they can keep the continuity. Their offense is going to be better, as you stated, with Nick Foles coming in. That defense is unreal. I mean, all the playmakers they got, secondary and you know, so forth. But, but the thing is, can they actually play and follow Coughlin's rules? Coughlin is so stern and so strict. People don't realize it. You've got to buy in. If you don't buy in, it just is always chatter in that locker room. And chatter – causes a lot of issues
1: you make a great point there with Coughlin. all right well uh we're pretty much out of time here kenny uh two last things so recommended plays on the super bowl market correct me if i'm wrong looks like uh the chargers at plus 1600 and the colts at plus 1600 from the afc side uh anything from the nfc side are you just going to kind of go light with those two teams and uh pretty much get eight to one if one of them wins it
0: no, I'm actually going I'm to I'm take a flyer uh, on the Minnesota Vikings at 2800
1: Okay, that sounds solid, solid value. All right, and then remind people where they can find you and find your work.
0: Follow me on uh, at FBwinners on Twitter, on uh, my website at FBwinners.com. You can follow me on Facebook under my name, Kenny Schmidt. Reach out to me anytime you have any questions, feel free.
1: All right, buddy. Well, it's been great to have you on. We'll certainly have you back once the NFL season starts uh, during one of the weeks when we'll go through the slate. But uh, really appreciate you taking time out to join me. And uh, have a great rest of your summer. And good luck at Saratoga and Del Mar until football gets rolling.
0: You too, Scott. It's been a pleasure, man. Have a great Fourth of July. Take care, my friends.
1: Thank you all for joining me once again this week as we dove into the NFL for the second straight week. Next week, we'll segue back into the horses, and we will have New York Racing Association's Andy Serling on to discuss Saratoga's opening day card. I look forward to it, but until then, good luck in all your endeavors.
0: This has been the Who Do You Like podcast. For more information and to place your bets, go to BetAmerica.com.